the Rangers will take on the Arizona Diamondbacks in the World Series. But before we get to where the Rangers are going, we got to look back at where they've been. On today's show, Grant Schiller joins me to talk about the most underrated moments of this Rangers playoff run and why, putting into words, it has been so incredibly improbable and beautiful. All that and more on this episode of Locked On Rangers. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked onto the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick, a cripplingly addicted Texas Rangers fan, covering this team for 10 seasons, including all five as the founder and host of Locked On Rangers. Thank you all so much for making Locked On Rangers your first listen every single day. If you're not already, you can follow me on Twitter at Bryce Patrick. You can follow my guest, Grant Schiller, at OG Schill. Follow the show at Locked On Rangers. Hit subscribe on YouTube where the best way you can help grow the show is to comment nearly any single thing below. And before we get into today's show, this show is brought to you by FanDuel. Make everyone more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed, visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Joining me is the prospect guru, the encyclopedia of baseball acumen, Grant Schiller. How are you doing today, buddy? Uh, pretty good. You know, it's uh, life uh, feels a little sweeter today than it did uh, last Friday. Um, <laughs> yeah. Playoff baseball is, is uh, it's quite a ride. It really is. And I just kind of want to start there with the the ride of this team and both of us of how like nervous we still were, even up 2-0 of being like, yeah, I forgot what it's like to what it feels like to lose a playoff game. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, I forgot what it's like to feel like to lose a really painful playoff game to a team that uh-huh. I hate. And uh, to come back from that is just like, I feel like it's just the the, I don't know, the perfect like you know, microcosm of what this team is and what's make them so successful. Right. Uh huh. I, it, I mean, it is like this team is, it's so weird. I don't understand this team still. Right. Like they have done so many weird things. They have been so streaky the entire season. Well, from June on, um, even the first two months where they were destroying the world, they were like, seven games below their Pythagorean record. Like nothing about the season has made traditional sense. Um, and they just keep, you know, showing up and like doing their business. Uh, and they did that in the playoffs after game five, having their heart ripped out. They did it after losing the division, which I don't know if they've mentioned that they had, that they lost the division the last day and had to fly from Seattle wait, to Tampa. Wait, that happened. It, I had I had no idea. No one had told me that ever. Yeah, I heard it for the first time. I think uh, last night on the broadcast. Huh. Um, well, good for them. I don't for know why they've been of, in their bag for so long. I mean, the people need to know. The people really yeah. need to know. <laughs> they they should have been saying it much much longer. I'll, I'll just throw that out there. Oh my goodness! You know, you know another thing that that was was thrown out there, and uh, a lot of sour grapes today that permeated Twitter was just uh, was, was drinking in, drinking it in. Um, but a little known fact that uh, no team 
uh, is actually a new rule in the CBA when they when they put it in there. Literally, no team is allowed to spend a lot of money on good free agent players outside of the Texas Rangers. It is literally illegal. You'll be shot and shamed for spending like money that. on good players. Is yeah, that, does like it feel that. unfair? Does it feel cheap? No, it doesn't. Um, and honestly, I, I think Astros fans are making a lot of good points with that. I, I, for one, am not proud that we went out and did everything we could to have a better team um, and then had a better team. Uh, I I find it disgusting, just despicable. <laughs> it's, it's bad team building. It's bad. It's it's bad um, yeah. moral high ground, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I I would much rather be the Royals and have every player on my roster come from within my own bad development system um, than go out and or uh, go get also Corey Seager, also Cole Reagans. Well, we're talking happy things here, Bryce. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> We are talking happy things and just, oh my gosh, the, I'm not going to say it's all Astros fans, but the ones that are be, sure being the loudest of just the absolute loser energy of, well, your team spent money to go get good players. And that's, that's not like, oh my God, the, the copium it's got the supplies have got to be running low in the city of Houston. Like the reserves have got to be dangerously low of copium in that city. The good thing is it'll build back up soon because the fans who are saying that will be gone within the next four years. Where where will they go? Will they go uh, the uh, Texans? They'll they'll be wearing CJ Stroud jerseys as the Texans go ten and six and or ten and seven now and losing the first round. That's that's bold. It's bold saying that Houston sports will have success. It's not something that traditionally happened, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I. I think that it's actually controversial. I think it's good when when good teams spend money to be good um, and spend money on good players, and that go, those players that you spend money on are like perform well. Um, I, I'm sorry, that's that's a hot take for this podcast, but um, and I think the Rangers should this, do it again. I thought this podcast had more journalistic integrity um, than evolving into first take, but it, it's your show. That's why that's why I got my journalism degree just to become Skip Bayless. That's the that's the entire reason for my career is I want to be exactly like Skip Bayless in every single way. I mean, you know this about me. Yeah, good because it, it's working. <laughs> no one else is working. The Texas freaking Rangers going to the World Series for the first time in twelve years. I mean, Grant, can you tell me what you were doing the last time uh, the Texas Rangers were in the World Series? Uh, the last time the Rangers were in the World Series, I was uh standing along the first base line at uh at at the ballpark in Arlington. But I think uh more in in the spirit of the question, let's see, 2011, I would have been in high school, um, and it would have been my junior year of high school, uh, and the entirety of my life revolved around the Rangers at that point. <laughs> Um, and a lot has changed since then. Quite a lot. So this is a long, long time. You are such a sweet baby summer child, a junior in high school. I, your elder statesman, I was a senior in high school. I was, I was so much older. And, uh, like that, uh, like you, a lot of my life revolved around the Texas Rangers. I, I think I've told this story about a million times before, but for some reason, I little I have no explanation for this to this day. Um, but in 2010, um, I decided that summer 
that I was going to watch every single bit. I was like, I'm going to be a better baseball fan. I, there's, there's no reason for it. There's no one in my family that's like a diehard baseball person. My older brother is a, a very big sports guy, but it was like all oh, football. And so mm-hmm. I was like, for some, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch every baseball game. Thinking there were like 42 games in the year and there are 162 of them suckers. And we all know how 2010 played out. It played out pretty well. And for a guy mm-hmm. who decided to randomly get into baseball, that was a heck of a time. It became a lifelong hyperfixation that turned into a career. And uh, got me stuck with this amazing, wonderful, depressing, uh, just hot mess of a franchise that is in the best place it has been in a very long time. Uh-huh. And I remember watching those 2011 games and having my heart ripped out. And I, I could have very easily been like, ooh, this baseball thing is painful. I don't like it. I don't like it as much as I thought I did. But I was like, no, this is the good stuff. This is this is that sicko stuff. That's why I'm here is for this sicko stuff. And here I am 12 years later. Still my main hyperfixation. Uh-huh. What a what a wild journey it's been. All the things it, that have changed in 12 years. What strikes me about it is just how uh different everybody says this, but how different the regular season is to the postseason, right? Like the regular season, it's a uh, it's a routine. Like even as a fan, it's a routine. It's you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna spend a day at work, I'm gonna have a weekend day, whatever. Um, at the end of the day, I'm gonna sit down and read a book with the Rangers game on the background or something like that. It's a routine, it's a, it's on every night. Um, and the games all matter, but I mean, obviously the games all matter. We, you tie the division, any game swings that, right? Well, I mean, uh, for the longest time since then. Well, I guess there was there was a point until 2016, but from like 2017 on, yeah, right. They didn't matter. Yeah, and even when you're good, every individual game may not feel like it has stakes uh, mm-hmm. through most of the season, right? It's the routine, and it's just enjoying watching as the season progresses. This episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. There's a lot of uncertainty in the world today, and it's important to be prepared. Be prepared. The Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your case and add in additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Jace Medical now offers customizability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. Choose the medications that best fit you and your family's unique needs. You can buy a gift card for a family member or your loved ones so that they can get a Jace case of their own. It can get you your medical needs if it is hard for you to get a doctor in whatever kind of uncertain event. The Jace case is there for you. So go to jacemedical.com, enter code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on at jasemedical.com. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because I the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Um, when you get to the playoffs and everything, every play is so big, um, and everything makes you swing so much. I like Friday, uh, I went from saying, 
you know what? I don't know if I'm ever going to see this team win a championship. Like, just so down um, to to Monday. Well, even uh, being able to smile through Indy Chavez jokes and uh, and mid game, mid game on Friday, going from El Bombi that home of like, Uh oh, it's over, like it's over for these hoes. Like it's it's so Uh done. They're so cooked. These bums are 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 gonna be kicked out. It's the end of their time. To oh no, they own us. Oh God, not again. Uh huh. Yep. It uh, it's crazy and. It, it can swing on such little things, right? Obviously, these last two games did not. Like, Garcia just went out and killed the Astros. Mm-hmm. Um, God bless him. But it it swings on the little things. Like, even Friday, uh, the two home runs were the big story, right? But the Astros won that game in part because Kyle Tucker hit a bloop double down the line on Chapman, which made LeClerc have to come in in the eighth and then have to sit and wait that long. Uh, so every edge is so big. Uh, you look at game seven, um, the Astros scored their first, their first run, Josh Young, who's been great defensively all, all playoffs gets a slow jump on the Abreu, uh, two hopper down the line. And all of a sudden they score a run, they get back in and they knock Scherzer out quickly in a different game. That slow reaction loses you the series. Um, and that kind of being on your, on edge all the time where, one walk to Maldonado is going to kill you. Um, One hit by pitch where he slightly dinks his elbow. Uh-huh. Where he moves his elbow into it. Um, but uh, you just don't get that in the regular season. And it's so interesting to watch how it's so – the variations of the sport are so uh, so stark. And they're both very fun in their own right. Yeah. And I, it was it was kind of felt like that the last – you know, 10 games of the season when you're playing literally for your playoff lives. I think one of the hard things as a fan, even as, you know, someone like me who is literally living and breathing it every day, because it's been so long since there's even been hope of competition of like remembering how to like weather those highs and lows. Even as I'm like, I've done this before a lot, but it's been such a long time. I forget how to like temper my expectations and get caught up. And especially with this team, like especially with this team, with the highs and lows they go through, it feels like every five seconds during the regular season of like, oh, we're yeah. killing everybody to, oh, no, we're going to finish out of the freaking playoffs. It's just like it like I feel like that storm of all of the highs and lows, they not only molded the team to be like, yeah, no, we we came in the next day of, of I think it was Garver that was talking uh, in the post game show about how like how, how do you bounce back from a game like that? It's like oh, we just showed up and you know right. got to it, and I'm like, I, Bruce Bochy would be a hell of a grief counselor if he ever decided yeah. to change careers. Um, but I wish the rest of us could deal with it as well as they have. I'm glad if someone's dealing with it well, it's them because it, it's leading <laughs> more to their success, and that will yeah. in turn make us you know. Uh, happier yeah i found that interesting too um because they keep asking uh, on the post game shows they kept asking like seager and Simeon and evaldi and everybody like what happened like how did y'all come back together like did somebody stand up on the plane give a speech did somebody write a message team dinner like what what happened and they're just like we we just put it behind us and showed up um and that it really feels like uh it's hard to ever quantify the the importance of a manager um but it really feels like bruce bochi's persona 
meshes really well with the stars and leaders on the team. And it's exactly what the team as a whole has needed this year through this bumpy ride. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes as someone who this year has definitely found myself getting caught up in the highs and lows and it, it almost at times gets frustrated with Bochi. I'm like, Bochi, uh -huh. how are you not freaking out, man? Like, how are you not like screaming and throwing crap? Like, that sucked, dude. Like the eight game losers, like, nah, we're fine. I'm like, no, you're not fine. Pull out, pull out of the nose time. He's like, nah, we're actually fine. And actually believing it. It's like it's not just it's not just talk. It's like he's like, no, I really I really know what it's like. I really know how to handle this. And I know that uh -huh. we're actually fine. So like I think that maybe the rest of us can need to follow like the players and just take our hints from them. Uh <laughs> I mean I don't know. We will we won't, but like <laughs> Yeah, I don't have ice in my veins like that. There are definitely points in time in in uh August and September and, and Friday too where it was like this this thing is over. Like they are toast. Um and uh they just kept not being toast uh so it really kudos to them for i don't know that i've ever seen a team who has been this streaky and is also good right yeah like i i just don't know that i've ever seen it um because usually those streaks, the weather didn't get here bad streaks destroy you and like yeah. one you have one three game losing streak in the alds and you, you're done i mean you have one three game losing streaks in any the other plate series and you're one win away from elimination. And they're like, you got to go back to Houston. You got to win two games in a row at Houston. You're living on the edge. They're like, yeah, that's cool. We kicked their butts there. First couple of games. We probably could have beat them a little worse. And so we will beat them worse the next time. And they freaking did. And it's just like, my God, so impressive. It, uh, yeah, it really is. I, it, you, uh, there were times in this year where I was like you, where it was frustrating that they didn't like nobody stood up and was like, this ends now, you know, that's what you're used to. But I think it really speaks well to their character as a team and as individuals to just continue on um, and not let, I guess it's just the, the old sports axiom. I think axiom is the word. I think it is a word. I, it is a word. Uh, I think it okay. is, I think you're using it correctly. Okay. And if not, it's correct now. <laughs> uh, the whole team having a short memory um, and just showing up and doing their best that day and not worried, worrying about the past. Uh, everybody always talks about that. Almost nobody can do it as well as this group. Yeah, I mean, literally the, the Ted Lasso, be a goldfish. Like, that's that's them. They are. And it, it, it is such a cliche because everyone talks about doing it and actually doing it is so incredibly impossible because it's it's such a swing sport. And I think like having the leadership there and teaching them talking about the young guys that are like, oh my gosh, like this is like if you're like Josh Young or Leo Tavares or you know Evan Carter, and you're just like, oh my god, like what a brutal loss. And you just come up and see Corey Seager, Marcus, and be like, nope, just another day at work. Yeah, uh, you got right. a bus kick. That sucked. We'll go get him this time. And yep. you're just like, okay. I guess that's how we do this. And uh -huh. like, I feel like that'll pay huge dividends down the line. Yeah. Of them I, uh... the next crap.
This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. October baseball is back, and you can make your postseason debut with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Join FanDuel today, and you'll get started with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to create your new account. Then you can get in on the action from the first pitch until the final out. The World Series is set. It is Rangers versus Diamondbacks. You are betting on a great game from Merrill Kelly or a great game from Jordan Montgomery or who knows what's going to happen in this series. You can get in on the action. Even if you don't want to wait the whole game to get a W, predict what will happen in the next at-bat with quick bets. So head on over to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn right now. Step up to the plate this postseason with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Gosh, it's... it. <laughs> I've heard so many people talking about uh, the future years and how we're set up. And frankly, I don't care. <laughs> Just if if this team can win four more games, they can be terrible for the next decade. I won't care. I just all I can focus on is the, is uh, is the next two weeks. Um, I have. Gosh, I will be in so many tears if they do this. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm gonna record a podcast after every single, right after every single World Series game, and I mean, I mean it this time. I'm not going to to the game out of last minute. It's not happening again. That was a game seven. That was a once in a lifetime thing. I don't think Matt McCutcheon is gonna fairy god fairy godparent me into you know a trip to Philadelphia or Arizona. I think they're still playing at this point. I don't know who is winning. It doesn't. It doesn't matter um, because I, I still want to. I would go back to this ALCS because there's so many moments, and I want to know what. What is a moment that sticks out to you as just like a personal favorite? Like it can be an obvious moment. It can be like an under the radar moment or just like a, just like a, a little big thing, whatever that just like, when you look back at this series, it's something that's always going to stick with you. Um, so I think there's three things if you'll allow it. Um, Go for it. I, I'm, I'm going to put the Adola stuff to the side because that's going to stick with me forever. It's going to stick with everybody. Uh-huh, him, yeah. him being that guy is the story of the series. Um, two two things from the home games. Uh, so my dad and I have seats to all the playoff games. We're out in an upper deck left field above the Coca-Cola sign. Um, so it's a it's an interesting angle. And, and when there's fly balls hit out to left field and center field, we really get a pretty cool view. Um, so I'll never forget Corey Seager's first home run of the series, uh, out in the left center field bullpen, looking straight down, seeing it go over the wall and seeing the dude on the level below us, just lean over and give Mauricio Dubon the double bird. Um, <laughs> I don't know why he did it. It's a very strange thing to do. Uh, but I will always remember that and laugh at that. Um, I will always remember the, the Laoti home run robbery. Mm-hmm. Um, such a cool view of that and such an amazing play It always coming over and picking him up in a big hug. Um, and then what I, he's been incredible, but I think he's been under the radar because, you know, the clerk's finishing all the games. There's so much concern about the bullpen, the amount of runners that Josh Spores has come into innings and stranded um, and just yeah. come in with runners on base, throw me a curveball, get a soft pop up, ground out, fly out and go sit down. Inning over, rally over. Um, you put Adolis aside, those three things I will remember for a long time, especially coming from this reliever who everybody 
wanted DFA'd in early September, and they had the fake injured list. We wanted to DFA him so many times. So many yeah. times you and I went back and forth of like, all right, it's we get training. it. We see we see what you we you thought about sport. We get we get why you're so enamored, but it's done. It's over. Stop believing. Like it's you failed. You you're not you're not gonna develop a, a guy better than the Dodgers. Like, are you kidding me? Do you think you you could figure out DJ Peters? You see how that worked out? That didn't work out. It very much didn't. The home runs were fun in a garbage <laughs> season, and Spores has got the the thing to dream on. But you're just not gonna outdo it, and they freaking did. Yep, it, he is he is no Brett to Gus. <laughs> oh my god, what a name to pull out. Um, I'm gonna pull out a three of my random moments that I think will. We'll fly under some people's radar, but we'll never fly under mine. Um, the multi-homer game by Josh Young uh-huh. in a losing effort. The only guy who saw uh, Christian Javier, it gave me hope. Gave me hope for this game seven of like, all right, somebody saw him. I know he hung a slider, but he took it. And he homered off Naris too. And two, two on homers to get this team back into it was a little bit of a prayer. Like I was like, that's, that's my boy, Josh. Like that is some building block for the future stuff. It still pisses me off that he's hitting eighth in this lineup, but it's also like a credit to this lineup of the everybody that they're doing. Um, <clears throat> another one that is uh, a not great moment in a game of an absolute walloping, um, the teeny dunning start that that went to heck. Um, but the the cheeked up. Uh, glove tag double play a moment that infuriated me uh, and i thought i'd never get over but now i can look at it and laugh and say that meant nothing and that is one of the greatest gifts of them uh-huh. not losing this series is moments like that and the altuve homer being like that meant nothing and then the third one is robbie grossman forcing an error by Framber valdez that really that really, I think, like it. It's weird to say one error turned. It completely turned the game. Mm-hmm. It completely blew that game open. And without that little tapper by Robbie freaking Grossman, three hole hitter. I don't think. And, and that game, four. You score four runs in the first inning, and you just hang on for dear life. Yep. And they do. And like those games that we saw them lose time and time again, like that is like the. Oh, this is this is some team on some next level. Like this is not this is not normal. Um, this is not how these things go. Like that's this is not a, a thing. Um, but it is. It is a thing with this team. As just it defies expectation. It is Bruce Boji wizard magic, and I am so grateful that they. I'm so great that I knew. Like from the second they signed him, I nearly dropped my phone in the grocery line because I was like, there's no freaking way they just got Bruce Boshi out of retirement for this team. And like just kicked off all of my wildest expectations. I'm like, they're going to sign DeGrom. They're going to get Otani next year. They're going to bring Kershaw. They're going to go do everything and they're going to be amazing. And the 2023 was not a long shot. And well, they didn't sign. They, they signed who they needed to sign. And uh-huh. If only they could figure out how to strengthen the human UCL, <laughs> a mystery that um, once we solve that, it's over. Once we saw it's really over for everybody else. 
because if, if Jacob Grom's get a healthy UCL, then like, <laughs> what hope does the rest of the league have? Uh, none. I, I, mean, I think none. I think that's the correct answer. Yeah. Um, uh, my goodness. <laughs> that, that's another. That's another reason, though. Really, why? Gosh, I, it's been such a successful year already, right? Like, I don't want to sound greedy. This has been a heck of a season. No, get greedy because it's going to be really annoying if the Astro fans get the chirp of "you beat us, but you did nothing." Like, it just please God I, finish the job. I don't. I won't care as much. It'll be like slightly annoying. You're like you freaking lost. El Bombi's your daddy. He's the right. send him a Father's Day card. But I want this so bad because you look at the future, right? It's so hard to get back to the World Series. So hard. But let's just say we're in the playoffs next year. Montgomery's a free agent. What are the chances that you're going to have two, uh, even two of DeGrom, Evaldi, Scherzer healthy at the end of a season? It's not that high. Even if you throw Gray in there, two of those four, it's not that high. Um, so take advantage while you can, please, please, please. Even with a... A nicked up Scherzer, you don't really know what you could expect from him. You don't really know who you're throwing in game four. I think they'll they might try a different approach than he, but maybe maybe they'll go with the exact same thing and it'll work because neither, neither of these offensive have Jordan Alvarez. I mean, they have one of them has Bryce Harper, uh, and that team is currently losing in the bottom of the ninth inning. Bottom of the ninth. Um, Nick Castellanos up to the plate against Paul Seawald. Um, but Right. I, I thought I was going to preview the World Series today, but I feel like just processing through because the, there's so many emotions from this whole series and just yeah. like from this whole run of just I mean, yeah. and the fact that like it's not just that the, the highs that they had like you had the, the last day, obviously, of the flying over, whatever you faced 99 win Rays. They might not have been in the best space, but they're still a darn good team uh-huh. with a lot of good players. Maybe they were a few of them were hurt, but like, so is everybody. Grow up, get over it. And they did, and they smacked them early. And they faced basically. I mean, you had that game one that was was nerve wracking, and then you wallop them in game two in the Orioles, and then game three, it, l- it felt like one single thing broke the Rangers' way, and the Orioles were ready to falter and crack because yep. it's like you pummel them so good the first couple games. You can only yeah. ask for so much for a young team. The the Heim caught stealing and the Bradford relief performance are gonna mm. stick with me for a long time too. Yeah. Yeah those were those were some great moments. The the missed hit and run. Uh thank you Aaron Hicks for missing that signal. Um but like to do that and then go up to oh you win your first what was it eight playoff games? I think no, seven, 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 you're in your first seven playoff games. And then you ride that three game losing streak ending like the first two, you brush them off. Cause you're like, ah, oh, it's hurt Scherzer. Ah, oh, it's a Heaney Dunning. Okay. And all right, you got your guy back on the Hill. You got the lead. And then the bullpen gives that up. It's just like, teams don't, you don't come back from that. Nobody does that. And this team has done that. Yep. And uh, honestly, if it if it had been anybody but Evaldi in Game Six, I don't know how this goes. Evaldi or Montgomery, right? I, I mean, I guess that's how it's been the whole playoffs, right? But I think you just win every single one of their starts, and then you're fine, right? Or, yeah. Or whenever they come in Game right. Seven, 
<laughs> if they pitch, you win. You're probably going to be okay. Um, but I, I think his reputation, his attitude and approach probably helped quiet that clubhouse a lot too for as much credit as we've given them and Bochi for just putting it behind him and showing up. Knowing you have a Baldi in the playoffs in game six, that, that had to give them a lot of confidence too. Um, so mm-hmm. not just their physical performance, but the the mentality that they can instill in the whole team by what they're going out and doing just by being bulldogs on the mound. Uh-huh. I mean, there's just so many things we could point to, right? Like it, to get to this point, it, t- it takes so much. It does. And so many things of like hat tip to, I love, I love that Chris Young shouted out John Daniels on the podium that I, I got real misty eyed there. I was just like, God bless you for doing that because I mean, all credit and taking nothing away from Chris Young. He was an incredible job of finishing the plan and making alterations to the John Daniels overarching plan. But it, it, it was JD's initial idea and he did, you know, lay the groundwork for so much of it. And it makes me sad that he's not there. Someone get him a dang ring if they win it all. Like, or I will be throwing so many hands at so many people. Um, but I mean, probably after you know, crying a whole lot, if this team actually does finish it off because what a run has been so far, we're still, four to seven more games of baseball to go. Um, and I am so over the moon excited for every single one of them. What's uh, what's the number on Hedges uh, behind at this point? I think it's four. Uh, yeah, okay. He's got a big number four there. A big number four on the Hedges booty. Um, I think we've already gone overtime on our random ranger. We'll just we'll, we'll say it's, it's both for both of us. It's your... D, I guess DJ Peters and what 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 was the one that you pulled out? Uh, Brett DeGus. That counts. That is um, it's better than mine. Um, and mad respect to you for pulling that out. But thank y'all so much for listening. A incredible week. And uh, well, actually, once this game finishes up, at some point tomorrow or the next day or eventually when i'm less sleep deprived, we'll get an honest to god World Series preview. Um, for what it's looking like at this point is one out away from it being Diamondbacks Rangers in the freaking World Series. Grant, thank you so much for joining me, y'all. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing. And until next time, don't forget to enjoy World Series Texas Rangers baseball.